Swashbuckler Epiphany Episode 1 with Clark and Bruce. Strange music, strange talk, strange people. What uh, what state do I find you in at the moment? What are you what are you up yeah, to? Yeah, I've had a I've had a really nice evening, actually. You know. Yeah. Yeah, just sort of sat down and surfed through the digital channels and mm. really really quite mindless but nice, you know. <laughs> yeah, mindless is nice. Yeah, I do. I've yeah. I've just been realising actually this evening a mini epiphany, <laughs> mini fee or whatever they say. Defect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my little epiphany was that uh, I realised I I don't really you know um, ever stop, don't ever switch off, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's just that's just interesting what you were saying just then about about not being able to do nothing. Mm. Is that what you were saying? Is that yeah, like, entirely impossible for me. I'm yeah, washing I... up and adding bits to thin and uh, and whatever songs going on all the ones. So I never really realised yeah. it, but. It's yeah. not a sort of boasty type thing. It's like, no. Christ, one yeah. at a time. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know because I've I've had exactly the same experience over the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, I've been totally uh, driven to be doing stuff all the time. Yeah, and, and, it's actually, and it's actually starting to uh, uh, starting to hurt me. You know, yeah. it's actually Snack. it's actually starting to damage me. Yeah, it's scary. I, 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 Snack, you know. I've got I've got sort of you know time off and 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 uh, you know Mia Mia's goes away and you know the kids mm. go away and I'm sat here on my own and I don't relax. No, I don't. Exactly the same thing. I was thinking today. I uh, I've always got things you know. I'm always chewing. Yeah. It's mainly mental. You know, it's like mental juggling. Mm. I never mm. just sit there and think this is nice. You know, yeah. <laughs> watch the weather on the telly and yeah. I never have. I'm always. I'm always uh, thinking of other things at the same time, or looking too closely at things, or <laughs> <you know>. analysing, <laughs> missing part yeah. of the movie because I'm I'm uh, 
still yeah. pondering on me. You know, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hate, I hate that because it, it, you know, it's like I, I, I want to sit down and watch a couple of movies, you know, of an evening, say, and. Um, and I'll I'll have the movies there, you know, mm. and and the players there, and I'm there. Um, but I'll yeah. I'll keep going backwards and forwards with something, you know, like I'll keep I'll keep going and fiddling with something in the kitchen, or I'll, or I'll 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 go and and I'll, I'll I'll sort of put it in the player and I'll start watching it, and then I think, oh, hang on, I'll go and do that, and then mm. and and it never gets watched, you know. I don't no. ever just kind of cut everything off, sit yeah. down. Uh, play the damn film, watch the damn film, <laughs> enjoy the damn film, and you know, I'm, and, I'm, and while I'm watching the film, I'm you know chewing over whether it's well shot or mm, exactly. know, whether, the, whether the script's any good or you know, and, yeah. and I just I really fucking hate that sometimes. I just you know, I, I think just be normal. <laughs> for me, it's I don't. I've been really retarded in adopting good practice because mm. if I see any piece of work in any medium or here, yeah. then I can enjoy it without analysis the first time. Mm. You know, and then the ones that are obviously touching one way or the other for whatever, yeah. you know, myriad of reasons. Yeah. You you go back and then you look at the angles and, you know, yeah. work out a bit how it was put together. Yeah. That's like good practice, but some simple things like that I've always been lax on, you know. Yeah. Sort of thing like, oh, I never watched anything twice. And <laughs> I've watched quite a few things, for this, or parts of things for the second time, quite a lot over the yeah. last few months, the digital yeah. channels. Yeah. I caught a little bit of Goodfellas, yeah. and I was I was I was um, clicking between that and uh, anger management. <laughs> it's an interesting. De Niro, Nicholson, Sadler, you know, interface. Uh, Joe Pesky and all that. Pesky Joe. You pesky old <laughs> Joe. And his mate Bazooka. <laughs> uh, you got to that um, sort of. Uh, uh, bubblegum ephemera place again. Yeah, you know what it is with the you know what it is with the hooligans, don't you? With the um, uh, wayward youth. Yeah, it's it's too much hair on their brains. <laughs> 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 I haven't been saving that up. It just came to me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does that work? That's a that's a hair that's a hair time hand brain mm. combo, isn't it? It is. It's a combo. I was going to say that eh, eh, combo. Yeah, it's a combo. That was a combo shot. <laughs> I, I know we got to find a good one. That's what we're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's, there's got to be a good because there's so many words that contain good at end, beginning and end. You know. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of one to swap with it. I think bad and good could both do with a swap with something. Yeah. For the lexicon. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like um, it's like uh, potentially good and old. <laughs> Like instead of good fellas, you could have old fellas. Yeah, yeah, good, good and old might work. Actually, that's that's a point. Yeah. Old by. <laughs> old by. Oldie, oldie gumdrops. <laughs> the oldies. <laughs> 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 good English sheepdog. That works. Yeah, Make a note working, of that yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think once we get the formula up, we can write a piece. Yeah. We've got to have too much hair on their brains. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good one. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great because it was a combo shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hands and brains was good. Hair and time was good. Yeah. Yeah. And gun and pen. 
Yeah, yeah, I forgot mm. about gun and pen. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's quite a good name for a, a, a writing group, the one that we should have long ago formed. Yeah. You know, pen slingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lone penman theory. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, isn't it? Yeah. The title in itself, the lone penman theory. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh. And of course, you know, the female swan immediately gets to be called a gun. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a promotion for the for the female swan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did a little lexography. I think if you did something just using three or four yeah. swaps. Yeah. I'm going to go with good and old, that sounds nice. Yeah. We've got four yeah. now, it's enough to write something that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that what, what you really, what we really need is to, is a, there, there has to be a word for that, the sort of, you know, word substitution. Make one, yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Word, word substitution. We've got to think of a Philip, Philip K. Dick type. Do you know what that yeah. is? Yeah, what's that? That's yeah. my uh, reminder that due on the grudge is starting on the... Fighting on uh, film four, The Grudge, but I'm not watching it now because there's this other thing, and I'm talking to you. Yeah. yeah. And there'll be another one along in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about buses and TV programs. Yeah, that's the thing about disturbing Japanese horror films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you miss one, there'll always be another one. Along. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The one with the little, what's the one with the little boy randomly crouching by the table and that that's really unsettling that's yeah. a it's a very lynchian kind of uh, thing isn't it yeah what well, that one in, in the sort of scarily banal house yeah and the um, little well, there's the, there's haired the girl or boy keeps lurking around yeah what's that what's that that's the uh, the ring isn't it is that the ring or is that the grudge no, the, grudge is the, one, the grudge is the one that was remade with sarah michelle geller yeah yeah uh, with, the, with the with the hand in the hair yeah which is really bizarre but scary. Yeah. Idea. Well, that thing of the little boy crouching under the table, something. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. and scary, straight yeah. scary. I, I really like that. You know, some of the some of the scariest times in my life actually is when I've had a sort of a like a premonition that if I turn around, there's going to be someone crouched there. Yeah. You know. Scared the ground. I had the worst one of them I ever had was yeah, walking up yeah. to the Snow's Lane from, uh, from Stacey's one night. A really strong feeling that a small shuffly sort of being was following me <laughs> and sort of hear it breathing and all that, that sort of mm, mm. hellhound on your trail feeling yeah and literally yeah. too scared to look back and check yeah but pictures in my mind of orc type <laughs> creature you know <laughs> or something you know what I mean? yeah, yeah yeah that was quite the trouble is but both of us have read far 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 too many um uh you know imaginative yeah. far too many lovecraftian yeah jobs I'll, t- I'll tell you what i tell you what's the most scary is it is um a lot of those old uh, sort of things which are way in the public domain now so you know fold spindle and mutilate um those kind of hg wells and um uh, uh conan doyle actually when he wasn't mm. doing sherlock holmes yeah doing um, sci fantasy he wrote he, the lost world didn't yeah. he yeah yeah and he did um he did loads of um, stuff he did loads and loads of stuff like that you just mentioned writer writer group I'm about to call it the uh, Penslingers, mm. or the Lone Penman Theory, even better. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, they were in one, weren't they? Uh, the guy who did Conan and Edgar Rice Burroughs and Doyle. 
I'm sure there were, because uh, yeah. I know Burroughs and Howard, who did uh, Conan, mm. corresponded. Mm. I'm almost certain Conan Doyle was one of them, and possibly Wells as well. Yeah, well, as luck would, as luck would have it, I've got my, uh, I've got my uh, browser open here, so yeah. I can actually, actually get that up. They had a writer's group with a name. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Something like the Guardians of the Northern Myth or something like that kind of thing. It's um, uh, interesting that he was called Conan Doyle and one of the other characters was called Conan. Yeah. <laughs> it's never really occurred to me before. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite nice. interesting. I got the portable beat reader out of the uh, library this week. The portable what? Beat reader. It's like oh, everybody, everybody of any significance uh, in the beat movement, their best bits mm. of writing, sort of thing. Nice. So, Cassidy and Carraway and Ginsberg mm. and Co. Yeah. Including it's, Howell it's, and some really tasty bits uh, of Carraway. It's an era that um, uh, I haven't investigated fully. I, mm. I've, I've had little tastes of it, and, and, and especially through, through you, you've... you've yeah. um, uh, pointed out a number of things. Yeah, quoted them at least. Yeah, at least quoted them. Yeah, I did. Um, I did a Kerouac remix. I'm sure you must have had a copy of it. Yeah. Think, can they hear me while I'm? Can they play while I'm speaking? Well, I, cer- I certainly, I certainly heard the Ginsberg thing that you did. Oh, that was excellent. Wasn't it? Mm. Uh, the Earth is an Indian thing. That is actually a Kerouac quote. Yeah. I, I took that bit off. As Kerouac used to, as Jack Kerouac said, mm. the Earth is an Indian thing. I got that coming up on my uh, old school retro Nokia. You know, they used to have a phrase used to come up. Yeah. Hello, you know. Yeah. I changed it's, it. It's, I changed it from piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> to the Earth is an Indian thing. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting. Uh, he's got the most wonderful rattled voice. Yeah, he had. Yeah, got a nice. He, he had one of yeah. those lovely rattled voices. Yeah. Don't forget, yeah. don't forget Ginsburg's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, there's one for the poster. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah don't forget. Yeah, Nothing I'm... personal, but Ginsburg's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like a, that's like something that's written on a, on a, a graffiti of a tour there, the David Lynch film, isn't it? Yeah. Don't forget Ginsburg's dead. Yeah, what was that thing in Lost, uh, uh, Lost Horizon? Fucking hell. Uh, Lostradamus. <laughs> Lostradamus, no. Uh, it's like a, that's an anonymous brush, isn't it? It's your one, isn't it? Lostradamus. <laughs> Lostradamus. Lostradamus project. Cosa. No, 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 never mind. Cosa Nostradamus. Yeah, Cosa Nostradamus, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Dr. Fraud, too, for all it's a bit corny yeah. now. Yeah, Sigmund Fraud. <laughs> Dr. Fraud. <laughs> Dr. Sigmund Fraud. Yeah, um, Dawkins, um, Dawson was gushing about the, the, the anniversary of uh, Darwin. Or know about it being put, the full work's being put online mm. this week, and Dawson mm. is a real embarrassingly worshipped star. You know? <laughs> he really, and he's going, Oh, they say that the significant figures of the 20th century have been Marx, Freud, and Darwin. Yeah. But I would argue, I would argue, I'd argue that he was a, a Darwin's 19th century, but it's not getting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a P Dan, you know. It's going to be a P Dan Dawson, but you are, so it's all well again. Let me on the swing. Not only that, but you said that, you know, I can't see that Freud or Marx are fit to stand in the same company as, as Darwin, you know. Mm. But you are a geneticist, mate, aren't you? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you are a natural historian, come on. <laughs> see a bias there at all? 
you had a few films that interest you at all, and you know, obviously Marks and Floyd, and I know perfect whatsoever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a genius simpleton, the fella, isn't he? Yeah. Have you checked any of his writing out? Uh, no, I haven't actually. I did read that thing about all the stuff being uh, public domain. Yeah, kind of, kind of, cu- kind of curious about it. Yeah, fabulous it is. They, yeah. they put some excerpts of it in the in the Independent and uh, the actual moment in his diary where he sort of gets hit through the finches. Yeah, you know, blimey, the the ones suited to different environments changed over the hundreds of years. Blimey, yeah. <laughs> it's like they almost uh, eat, uh, eat, uh, eat, eat, eat. <laughs> You do a sketch, couldn't you? Waiting for Darwin to coin the phrase evolution. All the people on the ship standing around waiting, come on, come on. He does it. He emasculated. It is, isn't it? It's a spam a lot type thing. Yeah. E-bargain. Oh, you don't. He writes himself. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a shame because <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? That invariably with the fantastic ideas, is it's certainly true of the steam engine, yeah. and it's also true, definitely, of Darling's the other guy, Walker. There's oh. been various scandals over the years that he's been sti- massively stiffed his contribution. Yeah. You know, yeah. they now acknowledge him as virtually Darwin's equal. So it's only a matter of time before Darwin's discovered and ripped him off. You know? yeah. <laughs> but that always happens because you've got um, Stevenson and then. Timothy Ackworth, mm. who's supposed to have done it all and showed it to him, you know, yeah, yeah. let him have a look, and then a few months later he's got a bigger, better one with better sponsors, <laughs> and you know, and it invariably happens, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, behind every great man is the one who really did it. <laughs> yeah, behind every great man, there's a guy who who uh, got it, who uh, had a chat to him about it and got it out first. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yeah, you imagine these geniuses are distracted, aren't they?" So they come up with these things and they're sort of like staring dreamily out the window while someone makes off with a paint and sort of get off, isn't it? It's yeah. like a perennial human nature. Yeah, so. yeah it's like, I like that, staring, staring into space. Yeah, staring dreamily into space as their paintings are removed without them even remembering they've invented it, you know. I mean, what Edison have been like? They're just, yeah. the ones that he, just the ones that he registered are, are mind-blowing yeah. enough. Yeah. What about the ones that he got suddenly distracted yeah, you know, he's pondering some deeply yeah. significant thing yeah, about tungsten. Yeah, he, um, t- <laughs> he, he got he got distracted from the cancer cure and, and invented the non-tippable chair. You know, bad news for cancer sufferers, but good news for you guys to tilt back in the chair. <laughs> if you're a cancer sufferer who likes to tilt back in his chair, then the yeah. breaks. It was yeah. a fifty-fifty. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Obviously, you'd like to be falling on your ass right now, as, a <laughs> as opposed to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, that writes itself too, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. the nature of genius is stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> I would like them to play behind me while I'm reading. Can it, can you hear me while they're playing? Some kids with thick lips and black skin carry paper bags meaninglessly. Don't bother the cat! His mother yelled at him yesterday. Now he goes to work down Third Street in the Milky Dawn. 
piano rolling over the hills and the tunes the English pipers and some white of mine. Brick up racks, flyers in your back, mix max kidneys in your back, ball fruit, oranges and you, lick lock, red faced cock, oi, yow. John's la la la. Milum. Weary gray hat, peat coat, exhaler, marining, meekly, hands of hoopa pocket, face lips. Oh, mosey. Long, fat, yellow, eternity cream of the third street, but root swimming like a monosyllabic hammer, monosaur, swimming in my primordial window pane of pain. <laughs> Oh, Mosey. Oh, Mosey. Oh, Hammered, monosaur, swimming in my primordial window pane of pain. Oh, Mosey. Mosey, oh Mosey, long fat yellow eternity queen of the third street bus group swimming like a monosyllabic hammered monosaur swimming in my primordial window pane. Can, can you hear me while, while they're playing? Dawson came across as that. So the first thing I thought in his article about Darwin is he's one of the cleverest morons I've ever read. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of the, certainly one of the most eloquent. <laughs> you know, uh, this thing of people just don't realise Darwin's significance. Yeah. Uh, no, they do, mate. <laughs> yeah. Agree or not agree, they still realise the significance, you know. Yeah. It may surprise you to realise that many people who have only been to a comprehensive school realise the significance of evolution. Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah. Many many people many people realise uh, Darwin's significance even if they've never read him and know nothing about him. Oh. <laughs> well, they, they have a similar reaction to it as you had when you heard Walker going on about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. I might yeah. have to write some of this down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds like it might be interesting. <laughs> Yeah, from that, 
Yeah, from the, I might have to write some of this down to the Origins of Species, volumes 1 to 12, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, great, I, um... really. The amount of evidence he, he produces uh, directly proportional to the amount of religious, mm. inane religious sort of um, yeah. opposition he faced. Yeah, it's an inter- it's an interesting thing because I just I just read two um, two Dan Brown books back to back. I've read uh, um, uh, Da Vinci Code and then then following that, followed that up with Angels and Demons. And and obviously he does he, before he writes these books he does loads and loads of symbology research and, and you know and uh, makes all sorts of connections which weren't actually there but you know could be at a push. You know, yeah, sure. Um, and it's it's really uh, I, I find it. Um, uh, I'm just kind of immersed in all that kind of religious symbolism just in the in the last few months. Mm, interesting. And uh, and how geniuses had to get their stuff past the church, mm. you know, in order to get things made. And that that's the if you get any message from those two books, um, that's the, the the you know the clear historical message that yeah. you know, in order for anyone to get anything really interesting done in, in you know in the in back in the midst of time, they had to dress it up as something that was acceptable to the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. They had to. Um, yeah, they were compromised from the word go, and the whole process of those, of those discoveries and so on was, you know, delayed or damaged or still is mm. by that, um, you know, retarded thinking. Mm. <laughs> that crouching in a cave wondering what the lightning is thinking as I call it <laughs> yeah. the great Uga Booga's going to slam you if you're not careful yeah. better say three googlers to the great flim blom you know, that's, <laughs> I like that when we get sort of attitude you know yeah. when we get attitude to religion it's all a lot of hokum come on <laughs> pull yourself together it's hokum <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, find, let's find a real explanation yeah. This is, you know, this this is fun, but let's find a real explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Sometime I I'll have to get around to uh, and do it here. I'll do it with Rob, so uh, downloading some of them so it goes. You know, mm. and get some episodes of that apparently online. I heard mm. on that iTube or whatever it's called. It iTube. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, YouTube or yeah. My, my tube or I think it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what was on in the uh, weeks leading up to the pistols. Mm. And after yeah. the pistols have been on as well, it'd be yeah. quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some really, there's some really, really curious and really interesting stuff cropping up on there. It's like, it's like everybody's kind of, you know, uh, brain dump of every VHS they've ever had in mm. their collection. You know, it's amazing. Um, the great thing is, those same people who recorded lots of fucking stuff that at the time would be considered inane, the courses yeah. of invaluable socio-historic yeah. sort of. A, Oh, you know, you could uh, you get a bit of a brain spark with this stuff because it's yeah. like crystal forming, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the more we record, the more we are. You know. Yeah. Well, that's, you know that's the thing. Is that it's um, I've I've noticed this, and and it's a difference between you know, like what we like what we're doing right now. You know, conversations we record and conversations we don't. Mm. You know, the the stuff we don't record, we forget completely. And even the stuff we record, we forget completely. Yeah, I did. Because when I listened to Swap again, it was like this. Yeah, yeah. Fresh. Yeah. It was quite surprisingly easy to think, oh, oh, listen to that fella. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Surprisingly easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird how temporary our uh, our consciousness is. Yeah. And so we need to, um, you know, dig in. 
Yeah, yeah we, we, you can almost feel, feel yourself growing it, can't you? Like, almost yeah. like a character, too. Yeah. You grow it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I spend too much time around actors, so I, I know how, um, how uh, um, deeply uh, attached to the human psyche, you know, mm. playing a role and, and, uh, and, and, you know, evolving a character is. Mm. Uh, and and uh, yeah, it is. well, it's all very, it's all very sort of tenuous, dualistic, and uh, changeable. Luckily for ninety-five percent of the people I've met. <laughs> you know. But it, but it is you do you do find it though in in amongst uh, you know uh, uh, certain types of um, uh, people who haven't got very good education and basically watch soap operas all the time. Their, their reactions to things are very uh, sort of studiedly uh, dramatic, mm. you know, a sort of overly dramatic. Um, yeah. Learned, learned behaviour from 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 uh, which is monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. The worst with the worst kind of drama. You know, yeah. With the worst oh, kind yeah. of drama, the drama that's really hastily assembled. Uh, and it reminds me of Lydon in the I'm a Celebrity, where the thunderstorm he went great, a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's like an honest, honest. Uh, yeah version of that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, I wish something would go wrong. <laughs> oh, look, it has. <laughs> yeah. Blimey. <laughs> it's almost like I've got some control over things that happen to me. <laughs> I'll have to investigate this further. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it is. It's all very... Uh, I've, I've said this sickening uh, well, amounts of times. Maybe we should give that Darwin guy a call. Mm. <laughs> he said something about this. It's interesting, actually, because um, after this sickening amount of times, you know, everything's immortal except the individual character, but that's nothing more overrated on this planet, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, cause it's, you know, when you really honestly sit down, and obviously it's a little bit preempted by Rambo and Sartre, but, you know, it's, it's a mishmash put together from bits you've seen and found lying around, isn't it, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the character it is exactly. you know exactly. you're limited of your experience you know yeah. Eskimos or words for snow mm. job, you know isn't it yeah. and, uh, all, all their stories contain lots of references to snow so you know and all the boldest most interesting all, all the yeah <laughs> 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 all the boldest and most interesting people never really accept that they mutate yeah. Yeah. So obviously you know it's not the it's not the most stabilising and uh, <laughs> reassuring sort of Thing, but the trouble is that without it, we'd all still be sitting up in a tree, wouldn't we? Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever. Wallowing in the, you know, mineral pools, whatever. Yeah, in mineral <laughs> soup. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of the best swimming one, really. Around, swimming around in mineral soup. Pick, yeah, pick your moment in evolution, really. We'd still be there. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for the nutty risk-takers, you know. Without having said that, no, if it wasn't for the guy third or fourth behind the nutty risk-taker. Because yeah. <laughs> obviously the nutty risk-taker got eaten by lions, you know. <laughs> yeah, the nutty risk-taker get eaten by lions, and the, and the guy with, the, the guy with the, the kind of a periscope looking over his shoulder. Mm. Mm. Uh, he's the, one the, the, the one already working on the ranged weaponry in the hiding places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The idea of uh, the idea of uh, if you have to have anything to do with any kind of aggression, mm. then the only logical approach is the ninja one, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know that idea that it's just as horrible to sneak beautifully in there and do it on the choir. Because <laughs> 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 let's face it, samurais are the donkeys of the world, aren't they? You know? To stand there with it wrapped in honour, yeah. in plain view, 
You know, they actually marched on cannons, didn't they? they yeah. <laughs> go on, then. Yeah. Would it be better to send the ninjas in enough. the night to nick all the fuses, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad planning, I call it. Bad, bad planning on the, car, on the half of uh, the art of war. Yeah, I like that. I like that thing. The, the Japanese, you know, basically ninja is, it goes against everything in the sort of Celtic psych, doesn't it? Mm. Cowardly, sneaky, and admirable, really. <laughs> but nonetheless, you can rely on the Japanese to, 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 to invent kamikaze and ninja, you know. Yeah. The most stupidly brave and the most irritatingly cowardly forms of warfare <laughs> from the same culture. <laughs> There's a thought. Yeah. They need therapy, don't they? Yeah, totally. <laughs> the problem is all the people volunteering to to give it are twice as insane. Mm. I'll give you a therapy as soon as I finish playing this fog. Don't you find don't you find that here? Don't you find that uh, really irritating that the people who have a disposition towards uh, giving therapy are the people most deserving of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, 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 I've heard them say it too. Oh, I'm working on myself, really. Yeah. Yes, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I've had, uh, uh, I think it's one of the best things I've ever said when I said about, uh, that for me, I can already people laughing and it likes Catholicism in a hundred years, you know. Oh, I didn't believe that, did they? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And also, there's that coupled with the fact that you know you have to pay big money to get a sympathetic ear in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I think we're missing the point a bit if we if we were you know trying to get more of it on the cheap. Yeah. You know, shouldn't it be fucking you know unlimited amount free? Yeah, I think, I think normal families and tribes. You know, thing. I mean, there, there's there's a thing uh, in psychiatry or psychiatry or therapy mm. that you have to pay in order to take it seriously but it, it suddenly struck me that that rule's made up by people who get paid to do psychiatry <laughs> yeah I mean the thing is you know already you're on dodgy ground this person's charging yeah. you yeah. you know you, you pour in your heart out to a whore yeah basically and if you pay you have an expectation of receiving something in return and exactly. basically what, what you do with therapy is you kind of you kind of give a lot of of your own, um, you know, your own motivations. You you verbalise a lot. Basically, you basically talk about it uh, to yourself. Yeah. Well, the fact that you know, the sympathetic and understanding and caring yeah. listeners well, you, you could are specialists. You know. <laughs> you could get that from your mum or your dad or so, your brother or someone, you know, and not pay thirty pound an hour. Yeah, well, that would you know that that's what I'm saying. The very fact that the sympathetic listeners are specialists is the final indictment, really, isn't it? It is, it is. That's where we are. A searing indictment of our, uh, you know, family values and... Yeah, society as a whole. <laughs> H-O-L-E. Yeah, OK. <laughs> Still, everyone, everyone calls a ruckus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I didn't even... I don't really know, because... Um, it's like uh, the word society is like loving it it's big and broad and wide and everybody's idea about it is different mm. I don't know we live in a postmodernist world now where viewpoint rules okay isn't it mm. you know I don't know whether or not uh, I don't know whether or not we're happy with consensus you know mm. 
was it somebody said? I can't remember. Oh, no, they didn't say. I read it in a book. Meanwhile, back in consensus reality, yeah. <laughs> I said, put down somebody's drivel, you know. Well, meanwhile, back in consensus reality, everybody agrees. <laughs> yeah, somebody dribbled for a while, theorising wildly, and then uh, the comeback was, meanwhile, back in consensual reality. It's <laughs> 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 a good line. Comics are full of them, you know. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I was talking to you for a minute. Eh? Yeah, no, I've, I've read a comic or two. Yeah, I think I remember seeing one. I've become really, really keen. I've got all the tools. Like It's like the same with everything. You know, I've got the tools to make radio programs, yeah. record albums, films, um, comic books, you name it. Um, I've got a lot of ideas, but I don't actually have any of the time to actually use them. At some point, I'll send you a package, because I've, I've only got to take a pair of scissors to... Uh, yeah. To... to Carry bags of artwork, basically. Yeah. Paste yeah. them up, and I've got uh, yeah, nearly all the art. Yeah. You know. Because I, I just, I just got this real Jones to make a comic right now. I've just got a real sort of, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, uh, trying to work out ways of taking photos and putting them into Comic Life, which is this software that I've been using, and, yeah. um, and making it uh, into a. In making it into a comic because I just love the idea of making a new comic mm, me too. based on ideas of uh, that, that you know I or you or me or both of mm, it's um because I'm, I'm constantly reading comics I'm actually doing actually I'm actually doing to comics what I'm doing to films yeah I'm reading comics and then being critical instead of just being able to enjoy them I'm being critical of the way they're made and thinking well you know I, I'm, I could come up with something which didn't miss that opportunity well, <laughs> well, I, I, in one way but good in another yeah I should make the best ever made really because I've read every good one ever mm. and some quite a lot of plans nice to, to you know we, we, we could we could like you know make it our plan like over the next six months to make a really nice thick graphic novel yeah I think so you know like I've got some ideas about it. I think we could work classic. two or three different plots going, you know, do, do a bit of a yeah. pole fiction. Yeah, yeah. And start it's in the middle of one while running the engine of another. Different stories, yeah. I want to do, I'd like to do something with June and Charm and, mm. you know, uh, the future thing. This, uh, the sort of uh, City Dell. Mm. I'd like to run yeah, that. Yeah, well, I think, I think the thing, have you, have you seen Immortal? No, it's that. It's that. Uh, it's that. Um, it's a, a French movie. It's actually in English. Um, it's the girl with the blue hair. And, oh yeah. Um, and the and the Egyptian gods and stuff. Did you see that movie? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, check it out right away. Good. Um, I've, I've, I've probably I can probably copy it for you actually. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to get some software off you at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like when I finally have you got, get. You got your computer yet? No, I wish. Yeah. I'm uh, waiting and looking really. The one, the one I need's been uh, all the ones I've seen have been um, beyond my budget, but it's all right. I'm patient. Yeah, yeah. One will come along. Yeah, yeah sit up. I've had a few, so yeah. I would have. Uh, um, yeah, I, the idea would be uh, wireless, you know. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Lappy. Wireless, wireless is good. I mean, we're talking. We're talking on wireless now. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm, um, I'm, I'm actually sat in my dining room. Yeah, you know. Uh, and, the, and the computer's connecting wirelessly to the internet, which is connecting to the phone system. Nice. Uh, so, um, so wireless is pretty good on the whole. Yeah. Uh, I think it's coming. It's, it's connecting through about four or five different pieces of software. It's the old Star Trek <laughs> communicators. You know, I'll tell them that, isn't it? Yeah. 
Well, exactly. Handheld. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got mobiles, you've got, you know, um, wireless, you've got voice over IP, you've got, you know, various other things. It's all, very, it's all a bit Star Trek, really. I mean, the laptops are very much like um, Star Trek computers, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Visually and uh, yeah. functionally, as it were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They can do that. We don't, we don't have touch screens, but you know, they, you know, that's possible. So, I mean, it'd technically, yeah. be a piece of piss to uh, speak to someone in orbit mm. on a modern laptop, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, totally. So, a really, it's, it's really like, simple piece you, of technology. You, oh man, did you hear the uh, Virgin, uh, Virgin Atlantic's new uh, project? Yeah, Virgin, yeah. Virgin Galactic. Yeah, that's right. 153,000 for a trip, isn't it? Something like that, something like that. Loads of this, the first hell. one's booked up. But fucking space hell. tourists. <laughs> but fucking hell. Yeah, but space tourists. Oh, who was it said on the QI last night? About uh, George, Beth, uh, George Bush. <laughs> George Best. George, George Best. George W. Best. <laughs> sooner have him in the White House. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been right, wouldn't it? That would have sorted George out. Best. George yeah. Bush, he's, he's really good on uh, in the tourists. You know, the war on terrorism. The war on terrorists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going to mishear him and start killing people in Hawaiian shirts, you know. Yeah. The war on terrorism. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the, the, uh, the, uh, I, I think that the, they've, they've stopped calling it the war against terrorism because the acronym of that is TWAT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the war on terror. Yeah. That's much better, isn't it? What? <laughs> Oh, just war on terror. What? Yeah. War, war on terror. What? Misspelt. Yeah. <laughs> no, spelt in the old graffiti style. Yeah. <laughs> war on terror. Uh, the acronym, the, the, you know, reduces Iraqi war to a Slade song. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Come on, come on, feel the noise. Yeah. I've got an idea. What about war on stupidity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a rough suicide, wouldn't it? About, about, I think I think what we need to we need several wars. We need a war on stupidity. We need a war on greed. Uh, <laughs> uh, we need a uh, we need a war on um, war. Um, we need a war on war. <laughs> we, need, we need a we need a war on style over content. <laughs> yeah, uh, a war on uh, uh, hollowness. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, war on that is. <laughs> Just to keep up with the acronyms. And the war on war was quite good. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No, wow, of course, yeah. <laughs> wow. War, war, war on a war would be well. <laughs> Yeah. War on uh, cliched little prefixes like war on. <laughs> the ungainly that one, and I'm not going to work out the acronym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I must have been a little round for a pen then, I'll be honest. <laughs> war on war. Wow. That's usable, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting for peace. <laughs> Military intelligence. Sorry, I just have a little oxymoronic few moments there.
Military intelligence is the best oxymoron. Ever, it's, it's, yeah. You know, it's the it's the big cheese of oxymoron. Yeah, it is. It is the granddaddy of them all. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, uh, I like, I just remember in, in um, what about financial advice? In Doctor Strange, love. They go, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line from it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you can't quite <laughs> hear it. Yeah. Uh, who wrote it? It wasn't um, Kubrick, was it? Um, I don't know. I think it, no, I think it was, been, it was uh, a novel before that. That was a novel. Yeah, Famous yeah. novel I, play. I can't, I can't actually remember. Yeah. Again, you see, I, what again, should you? See, I can look this up. I can look this up. Yeah, but all the names, you know what I mean? It just, it's just too much bother me. <laughs> 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 Research. <laughs> I have this um, strange uh, thing with my computer that uh, whenever I click on a window and start typing, it does misses the first letter. <laughs> so I typed in "strange love" and it went it went "strange strange love." Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love. Strange Love is actually a film uh, based on the thriller novel "Red Alert" by Peter George. Yeah, there you go. Uh, refashioned as a black comedy from the source material by screenwriter Terry Southern. Ah. Uh, you see? Yeah. I thought it was, I thought, I, I, for some reason I got that, got it in my head it was Philip K. Dick, but there you go. Yeah, no, I, 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 I was almost said about him. You, you, I knew, you, know you, knew going, you knew where I was going with that. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's that it's sort like, of. It's, a, it's sort of Philip K. Dick. In uh, area. That kind of territory. Yeah, definitely so. Definitely so. Yeah. And uh, uh, and now, sadly, neglected genre or Miller, or whatever it is. Mm. Miller. <laughs> Milieu. 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 <laughs> Milieu. <laughs> Milieu. Uh, that's, um, that's a bit really, really awful, actually, just looking at that. Stanley Kubrick's dead. Uh, Peter Sellers. Uh, Peter Sellers. They're all George dead. Scott, probably Sterling Hayden, Keenan Wynn, Slim Pickens. James Earl Jones, uh, still alive. Uh, yeah. much the, only, the only person in the whole cast who's actually still alive. Still alive, but completely changed his character, so. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, bit yeah. continuity there. Gotta have some, ain't you? What is that referring back to earlier stuff? Oh, like a riff, I suppose, or uh, they call it in stand up. Yeah. Like a payoff type thing, yeah, I don't know. Fold back. <laughs> Yeah, is it, is it like a call? Is it like a callback or something? I can't yeah, there is a phrase for it. There's, there is a. Well, I think Kevin Smith does it in his um, uh, audience for Kevin Smith. Yeah, like back ref or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyone still alive? Completely changed his character. So, alive? Not alive? You know? I don't really know. It's hard to know. <laughs> it's hard to know. It's hard to I mean, know anything at this time of day. Of course, some people call life these days feel seriously. No. What? What TV? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't uh, really. I can't really add any more of that without being a bigger cliche than the person I'm talking about, though. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is that. This is. Uh, oh no! It wasn't Wesley Snipes. Uh, have you ever seen this? Liberty Stand Still. It's called. Yeah. She's chained to a mm. hot dog stand, and he's up in his eerie. She could hide out with a high-powered gun and phone connection. And no, I can't say as I, uh, can't say as I uh, have heard that. No. Is it Wesley Snipes? Yeah, it is Wesley what's Snipes. That, what's that you hear about Wesley Snipes being pursued by government agents or something because he hasn't paid any tax for ever? Tax? Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. He looks the type. Mm. 
He looks a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Looks like the, the kind who wouldn't pay the government any tax. Yeah. Woohoo! Go, fella, go. Willie Nelson. I think it's actually pissing down the rain outside. It's like a... Oh, you've gone all quiet again. Oh, it's all right, because I'm facing the other way. Oh, I thought you'd gone quiet and cut you out of here, didn't I was looking. I was looking out the window, because uh-huh. it's, actually, it's actually teeming it down with rain and blowing a gale. Yeah, yeah, you, you're like up for a hurricane tonight, guys? Yeah, I think so. In the southwest. Yeah. Down here a little too, because it's quite gushy. Mm. Yeah. Gusty. What's, um... What, what uh, a few years ago, were you, um, where were you when they, we had that little earthquake? Earthquake? It was in yeah, Stoke, was, wasn't it? It was a long time, it was a longish time ago. The epicenter um, was a Stoke. I was, I, and I actually, yeah, that's right, and I actually heard it here, it was like the, about this time of the morning, wasn't it? And, um, mm. and I was just about wrapping up to go to bed, and then there was this, like, rumble and the things rattling, and I was thinking, what the fuck was that? Mm. And, um... I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't the mothership ship arriving. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> as much as we, much, much as we, it did sound like that. Though. Yeah, it that's what. Yeah. Like some bit, something big flying overhead. Mm. Uh, which uh, you know, obviously, conspiracy theorists would uh, love it to be something flying overhead, but um, mm. uh, it turns out to be, uh, you know, uh, an earthquake, and it was, it was really kind of cool. I think I actually knew Mia then, so it must have been within the last four years. Yeah, I, I can't remember exactly where I was when it happened. Mm. I think I think actually you were down the road still. Or maybe, or maybe, uh, ma- or maybe you might be in Hemel, mind you. Possibly. Maybe I read about it. Or actually, no, you might actually be in Denmark. Yeah, like I say, and then read about it. Mm. I do remember at the time, because as I say, I remember it was in Stoke where most plates fell off of shells and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The epicenter. Because John, John was up there, of course, and mm. he was telling me about it. Yeah, and you feeling it where you were means it was a biggie. Mm. Interesting, because there's no actual connection where we're at. We're like bang in the middle of a big plate, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, exactly. We're not on any seams, mm. as it were. Yeah, I, I, the interesting bits in that Bill Bryson book, The Brief History of Everything. Mm. <laughs> he goes to Yellowstone Park, and they've got a... They got a um, Big old volcano. Well, Yellowstone Park basically is a volcano, <laughs> yeah, and it's like the biggest on Earth. It's not, yeah. and it's not even dormant. You know, <laughs> it's quite active. It leaks all over the park. You know, but they're saying that if it did, if it decided to blow its top, then that would be basically good night, Irene. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and it's due. <laughs> you know? In fact, it's long overdue, according to the sort of uh, laconic and laid back. <laughs> Park attendant. Yeah, Yellowstone Park is, is in fact one big volcano. <laughs> yeah. Very big volcano. <laughs> I like that idea of ho hum, well, we can all die any second, la la la. <laughs> <laughs> there is that kind of fatalistic attitude, especially in in places like um, San Francisco <laughs> and uh, Los Angeles, where you know they're, they're almost always overdue for a big earthquake. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and they did have one, didn't they? They did have one fairly recently. Oh, yes, I found that. I found that um, that reference. It was uh, September two thousand two. Oh yeah. And it was, uh, and it was a four point eight on the Richter scale. That's quite big. That's actually pretty respectable, isn't it? Yeah. It was proud of the old country, that's, eh? That's the size. Of, that's the of coincidentally, and not entirely coincidentally, the same around about the same as that. Um, uh, North Korean nuclear experiment. Yeah. 
<laughs> Interestingly. <laughs> and not give them their chairs, are they? Yeah, I, I imagine so. <laughs> yeah, the Chinese people are all getting on their chairs. Yeah. They, heard the, they heard the nuke experiment and they grabbed the back of their chairs and put their foot on it. And said, yeah. He got on the phone at Kimson and said, look, can you hear that? It's the sound changing and scraped out under the table, mate. <laughs> oh, shut up. They will get. Get on our chairs. And then when we jump off... Mount your chairs. Out. It's going to flip North Korea into the sea. <laughs> and you can guarantee the one, the one guy who gets out of sequence and spoils it will be called Chang. That's all over it is. Oh, Chang, is he? Fuck it up. All right, we'll back up again. We'll try again. <laughs> Let me try again. We, do, we, do, we didn't flip it into the sea, we just jumped it up in the air, span it around a bit, and it landed back where it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, they wouldn't even have to have three quarters of them doing it for it to work. Yeah, There's that many of them. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, literally, why haven't you got a weapon You know? There's a population of China these days. fucking huge, I know that. Yes, it's uh, coming on strong. But, it, you know, there's, there's two ways you can go, really, because it necessitates some, you know, uh, clean engines and so on for these many people to mm. be driving about. Mm. And I'm, I'm well, sure yeah, there's much more chance of the Chinese Indians or, or Russians coming up with it than <laughs> America even for coming up with it, you know. We've got these ones that burn babies. Why change them? You know, <laughs> these ones run on babies, look. Why haven't, why have one that runs on, you know, rubbish? We, produ- we produce, you know, so many babies. <laughs> That's right. We've got too many already. Yeah. Shoveling in, come on, some windy. That's why we evolved this engine to use them up. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, very all facade, isn't it? Very <laughs> they're never going to get around. They, they've got to get in shape, the Americans, if they're going to get a price tag on everything. They've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. I think they should give up, frankly. I don't think they're going to get the job done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I, d- I don't understand, you know. I, I think. I think you're right, in, you know, it, that it's going to be places like China that make the change, make the changes. Mm. You know, okay, so they've got, they've got like, really old-fashioned sort of communist regime stuff going on where they're, you know, burning, uh, you know, making stuff to, to, to burn to keep other people in jobs, you know. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. But they, 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 the change is going to come like that, you know. It's the thing is with the Chinese, I think, is that they, uh, they have got a really, really old and respected tradition behind that mm. you know mm. it doesn't get remixed that quick mm. yeah you know what I mean and also they're, they're, even, even, with the, even with all the communism they still respect all that tradition and that history and that you know and, yeah uh, and they respect the fact that you know they're, they're uh, an- their ancestors yeah ancestor worship but most of them actually yeah. That they came up with all the, the, all the stuff that, you know, is in use in the yeah. world. Yeah, a lot of it, yeah. You know, most of the culture was involved in their, you know, in that little uh, uh, region and uh, farmed out throughout the world. So, you know, they, they respect that. But it, despite being, you know, uh, uh, communists and, uh, and freedom <laughs> squashing... <laughs> yeah, haters... Yeah, freedom haters. Uh, decondition hate yourself from the authoritarian yeah. mind control state. I don't want it. Authoritarian brainwash state. Yeah. <laughs> There's more in it as well. Decondition yourself from the hierarchical authoritarian brainwash state. Uh, There's more to it than that as well. The rattled voice of Ginsburg. Ah, fantastic, though, isn't it? Uh, uh, 
I remember I combined that with some things I got Babylon 5. This is old Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poets, thinkers, and blessed lunatics. <laughs> I took some good samples of that, Amiga. It's, um, it's, um, that the same one that's uh, got his, uh, heard, he's uh, seen the best minds of his generation? Yeah, Hal, that's Hal. Yeah. Often it's paraphrased a few times in the Simpsons, different yeah. times in Simpsons. Yeah. Lisa goes into it. Yeah. I saw the best minds of my generation. Destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical, naked. I've got it right in front of me as well, Hal. Yeah. It's fantastic, actually. Mm. Ginsburg's one of them colours. is a bit like a lot of that whole genre, really, to get a bit general. Yeah. Dylan as well. Mm. And people yeah. influenced by that. It's sort of sublime to the ridiculous territory, isn't it? You know? mm. when, when Kerouac and Ginsburg are free-forming, which they obviously are, mm. kind of rolling along with a bit of a drug rush and trying to describe things in that rush, we obviously know a lot more now. His impact's lessened by it being a bit more than in, like, you know, mm. everybody who heard Strawberry Fields already got a mm. sort of quick catch-up course in drug culture and psychedelic vibe. You know, that's why we never got much out of it, <laughs> the generation before. Yeah. They had the culture shock, didn't they, you know? More of a culture shock for them, I think. Yeah. Being some of the yeah. pioneers of... the uh, of the 70s. Yeah, being some of the pioneers of, yeah. yeah. Psychotropic experimentation, let's call it. Mm. But, yeah, uh, well, we might as well. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think a similar thing goes for all those things. Because they're impacted it with familiarity, you know? I went gloriously off the thread there, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> no, not to me. Yeah. I was enjoying. I was enjoying the ride. Mm. Mm. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> I'll tell you what the toughest thing at the moment is. I, I gave up smoking last week. Well done. Well, I, pack, I packed it in, well, at least at least uh, for the time being, anyway. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's really weird because I'm sitting here and I've got you know things to drink and I've got you know things I might nibble on if I. Care to, but um, uh, there's really nothing to replace it. Yeah, there isn't any any activity because it's such an unnatural activity. Mm. There's nothing to replace it. No, I actually uh, did. I used my most successful attempt, the longest I was off. I used carrots, mm. uh, which I used to actually, you know, mm. play with like cigarettes and eat like a cigarette, like smoke a cigarette. It helped a lot. Physical mm. addiction of the hand movements yeah. and so on. Uh, help with that. I read that somewhere. Yeah. And the other thing is, it was aniseed balls. Mm. Because uh, for some reason, there's a thing about strong flavour too. Mm. You know, having a, a flavour you're using those times. Mm. And I can't really describe it, but aniseed has, yeah. has an effect. Yeah. You know, taste effect on you. Of, there, yeah, exactly. I've been I've identified that there's a there's a, a, a common thread. Yeah. These things. And uh, through all addictive things, and it's it's pain. Yeah. It's it's pain in a, in a, in a in a in a small way, yeah. which is easily overcome. Um, and because it you know it's it's a slight amount of pain. It's like poison. To, you know, give yourself a small amount of poison. It creates pain, and so therefore you get a rush of endorphins, and so therefore you get addicted. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. That and its social use. Yeah. You know the the thing from uh, the third chimpanzee, Jared Diamond's book. At the name dropping pseudo, uh, where you know monkeys take unnecessary risks when they leap from one top of a tree to another to impress the females. Mm. Mm. It's the same reason why people smoke. Mm. 
He's putting out a subliminal message, look, on my genetic stock so strong, mm. I can take this mm. and still make good babies. Mm. You know? And that was it. Yeah. Combine what you said with that, yeah. and you've got yeah. an almost irresistible formula, haven't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? This is going to give you your masochistic um, fix, <laughs> you know, masochistic suffering fix, and you're going to look great. And you're going to look cool yeah. in front of the ladies. <laughs> and we wanted to suffer, and we wanted to look cool. We wanted to look like the suffering cool. <laughs> 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 you can quote me on that, fucker. That's a title for something, isn't it? Yeah. And we wanted to look like the suffering cool. It's like a, a ferry line as well, a bit. Yeah. Isn't it? Use that. We've got two song lyrics already. Cool. Yeah. I wish fucking Rob would send me that tune this town. I really do. It's so Roxy-like. This town, broken electric, Tuesday forever. <laughs> yeah. And there's a bit where it goes. Wait, he's sending you the tune, you've got to do some words over it. Yeah, I've done it already. Yeah. I, did, I, did the, uh, I did a demo down here and then went up there and put the vocals onto that and one called Shame the Devil. Yeah. I just couldn't believe no one had ever used it before. <laughs> you know, mm. instead of saying, stop lying. Yeah. You know, come on, shame the devil. But yeah, we hunted a few tracks we've got there, but we've, uh, he's been massively distracted by family tragedies and uh, leaking his studio roof and us being a hundred miles apart. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> Those sort of things. Uh, it's, it, there's just so much of that around. You know, mm. I, can't, I can't count the amount of uh, time I've sat about thinking, you know. Why aren't my collaborators closer? If it wasn't for the, yeah, if it wasn't for the family traumas and the, and the you know, the... the Stuff that completely derails you, and the, you know the distances. You know we'd be the, such a pro- productive bunch of fuckers. You know, mm. I, I did. Uh, all, all of us. <laughs> when I got my, when I got sort of like beneath, got quite low last night, and beneath the lino, you know. Then I started fiddling around on the guitar, stuffed in my case, mm. then started writing this thing, um, uh, the art of letting go. It's called. <laughs> mm. so like, okay, title, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like a... Sounds like a, a title of a self-help book or something. It's a really tricky shit you have to learn in life, you know, mm. with that one as the anchor for him, you know. Mm. Because if you can, if you can, uh, you know, in simplistic terms, if you're light and not, don't get too attached to things, you know, especially not so much people but things, mm. then then you're on the right, you know, it's like a rule, it's a good start, you know, yeah. if you don't get bogged in mm. situations or... Whatever. Anything, innit? You know? Play too much Doom, you've got a problem, innit? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Especially as you're playing a very out of date game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the main problem. Especially as it should be Quake 6, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, right. And uh, uh, you know what? I've noticed now, much sooner, that sly, double meaning sort of wisdom that comes in songs, mm. the phrase that sticks in your brain wherever it comes from, you know, whether it's deeper in you or from without, or which you're both, or whatever. Yeah. The phrases that stick, like the one last one before that I, I was writing, was called "Can you make it out?" Did I say about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, love, love as abstract art. <laughs> you know, yeah. your tragic love affairs as abstract art. Can you make it out? Can you tell what it is yet? <laughs> and I just think, oh man, you know, I wouldn't have realised. I wouldn't have realised how uh, succinct that uh, phrase is for the. Uh, that thing you just said about masochism is the pain element, you know. Mm, mm. I'm loving this. It's killing me, but yeah. oh man. Yeah. 
the you know the songs, <laughs> the right the drawing. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing how how often and how many walks of life that that comes into play. Yeah, yeah. That whole one, in one form or another. Pleasure thing. Yeah, and it's just a, it just suddenly occurred to me. You know, it, it sort of crystallised it for me. Giving up smoking, it's like. You know, I, I, the thing that you can't replace is that little is that little pain you get. Mm, friction. Yeah. Something you know that people that are attracted to, attracted to things because I think we're a self-writing mechanism. You know, always self-medicating psychos or depressives yeah. or, mm. you know, we 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 um, sort of auto fine tuning our chemistry, aren't we? Yeah. Looking to find you know some people want to be going quicker or want to be more sleepy mm. or want to be numb or whatever. Yeah. And they and they find out, you know, and it's a natural gravitating, and and to some extent, I suppose it's a sort of a, <laughs> we, you know, we need the eggs. Yeah. You know, doctor, I think I'm a chicken. I think I can kill you. Yeah. Oh well, we need the eggs. No, no don't, because we need the eggs. Yeah, yeah. it's that, isn't it? You know, I'd like to stop yeah. suffering, but I need the eggs. <laughs> I need the lyrics. You know? yeah. yeah, I'd like to stop suffering and 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 torturing myself, but I, frankly, I need the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, I've got, I've got to find a way of getting these some demos of these acoustic songs too. Actually, mm. I think at some point you'd be like to sort of uh, construct tracks in your head for them, you know. Or I bet you'd, like, I bet you'd be, uh, I bet that'd get you up clenching and unclenching your hands. Mm. You know, hearing a full or hearing a bigger arrangement than just a voice and acoustic for it. You know. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's got a great opening line. The light bulb blue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what you call an opening line, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the light bulb blue. I was in the dark for a while. You know how that is. My way in the end by candlelight to the chair. Wrote this. <laughs> 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 that's what you call opening opener. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. I like. I like. Um, I like the idea that I desperately need to get online so I can sort of collaborate with you and Rob and Andy and everyone. But I'm also clever and old enough now not to jump stupidly in for something that's, you know, ends up being fucking insufficient or, yeah. you know. Well, there is there is that thing of, of uh, uh, another one of that We're identifying a lot of uh, basic principles tonight. Yeah. Um, there, there's that principle of, if only I had this one thing, yeah. my life would be great. Mm. And and there's a lot of that about I notice and in the music business, you know, if only I had this. You read the music magazine and you you hear about this new gadget and you think, fuck, if I had that, I could make a fucking hit and make a million pounds. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's uh, and it's you know any creative endeavour like Zay Frank was jo- joking the other day. You, yeah, I've got to get you into Zay Frank when you've got um when you've got um uh, computer access, when you've got internet access. I've got to get you into Zay Frank. Um, yeah. And he says, you know, somebody called him up because he does a video blog, and someone called him up and said, "Say, you know, what what cr- equipment do you use to do your blog? I really love your blog. What equipment do you use?" And Zay, and Zay said, "You know, you've identified correctly identified that in any creative endeavour, it's all about the gear." Yeah. You know, and he's just taking the piss out of the whole, yeah. you know, the fact that it's a creative thing, and he doesn't give a fuck what he's using. He just <coughs> uses it. Did I tell you that Cooper? Sorry, did you say that Cooper uh, corrected my old quote? I said that 90% of art is access to tool, tools. Mm. Mm. He actually remembers me first saying that. Mm. Apparently, I then qualified it by saying that if you haven't got the other 10%, you're totally fucked. <laughs> 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 
himself at that final. Look at that. Yeah. Sorry, mate. It's just got this image of you burning that check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck off and thanks for nothing. The <laughs> 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 yeah. greatest, greatest moment of the night, without any doubt. Yeah, that was, that was funny. <laughs> it's just, it was so ungracious. It was, it was art, you know. Yeah, what was it? Was it? Did, 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 what were the kind of? Uh, didn't the walkie-talkies win that? No, they didn't. Uh, it was a pre-gone. It was a foregone conclusion. We knew he was going to win it. Or way before that one, it was the all excited. Yeah. But then they sort of excited. bit of record company money in there, and that the whole thing was a vehicle for him. Sparky had a deal with him. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It worked. Cooper was absolutely right. The whole thing was utterly corrupt. Yeah. It did, we made we made that superfluous though by by getting totally tongers on the night of the final. <laughs> we couldn't be plotted against Phil, you know, because we weren't taking any notice. <laughs> Unless there was some actual tangible value in it for you, you really weren't that interested, you know. Well, if you want to look at uh, in terms of something that I never would have ever noticed or acknowledged at the time, it was actually the hardest working band on the planet, when we, you know. It was utterly fucking dry had me and Cooper totally fanatical. Yeah. Not for swimming pools, just to be doing it more properly than anyone else or something, or more, you know, more committedly, if you like. Yeah. And we were the only ones who ended up getting good time in Abbey Road, because the Oryx starters never got in there. They never got the prize. Yeah. Yeah. It turned out it all went shit tits up and they split up. And they got Welsh on it before they split up, though. Yeah. Someone, you know, Floyd the whole fucking building for a year just before they went in or something, you know. Yeah. And then not long, uh, two years later, three years later, we were in there, weren't we? Sort of unlimited time almost. Yeah. Run of the place, sort of thing. So there's your irony. Mm. You know. And thoroughly deserved it, of course. But that was the thing, though. That was the thing. I, I always re- re- remembering Abbey Road and what a fantastic opportunity it was and all the nice recordings you got out of it. Mm. In actual fact, in the in the end, basically, you you and Cooper looked at each other and said, "Do we really want this?" Yeah, yeah, that's right. We went to Triple A in Acton next, mm. and did Loving Friend and all them, the best recordings, really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cooper's got to fucking get them onto disc before the cassettes melt and real yeah. tapes are unusable. Because mm. there's some really good forgotten tunes. He played me. Um, yeah. Oh, he played me a tune I completely forgot existed. Have you had enough? Mm. It's great, the hassle that cracks the pace, the, the fucking riff and everything, unreal. unreal. Mm. It's do 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 Tight as well. We, 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 had, we had a lot of those things. I mean, our, our little, um, me, me and you and Cooper's little um, hothouse experiment. Yeah, know, very, uh, a very trout mask replica influenced period. Yeah. yeah. I now realise. 
And, uh, you know, the, ba- the band would come round during the day and rehearse and just hang out and smoke too much weed and then go home again. And then me and uh, me and you and Cooper, well, you had a family to go home to, but me and Cooper would kind of... Uh, yeah, do some, do some uh, alchemy. Do, do into the wee small hours, you know, be, be uh, tinkering about with the equipment and seeing what it could do and, mm. and uh, you know, slowing stuff down and speeding stuff up. We had fuck all. Oh, well, I was saying this to Cooper, I remember, as clear as yesterday, saying to him when I heard explaining his holding job, dub, Let's do this stuff. I'd much rather sing over something like this. Mm. At the time, you know, let's do this. Mm. Fuck me, man. You know, put the drum bit. Mm. It was like a floor tom tom on a snare, wasn't it? Yeah. Put the drum bit on a on a cassette or anything on a reel or reel. Mm. Put you through a big fat amplifier and do the rest live over there. Yeah. <laughs> and him looking at me like I'd arrived from Pluto. <laughs> you know, because Cooper, fair to be fair, he just saw the logistical problems of that. Yeah. He had a vision of us kicking a real, real on stage as we had recently been doing with a drum machine or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the chronology of that, but you know what I mean. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the thing, though, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's uh, not doing stuff because you can see the, the downsides. Mm. You know, why? You know, yeah. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. Actually evolving again. Downsides, but that might actually be entertaining. Mm. You know? mm. <laughs> that might actually be the most entertaining thing of the performance. Well, if you'd have got me, wrong. you know, yeah, <laughs> if we'd have got me reading some of the bits that didn't fit into the old Beatley verse chorus formula mm. over things like exploding soldier and dub, yeah, we'd have been on the fucking, we'd have beaten them, beaten fucking, um, you know, and burned to it, you know. Yeah. That's kind of what we did with um, with the um, the anonymous Bosch stuff, though. Isn't yeah. It? And that was that, yeah. was that was what that was all about. It's just me coming up with um, some crazy um, sort of rhythm bed things. Musical bits, yeah. Cheap, the, the cheap, but basically the first cheap but decent sounding synthesizers that were out, you know, in nineteen ninety five or whenever it was. Yeah. Um, uh, or eighty. I don't know. Fuck. It was before the M one. Yeah. It was it was, it was uh, Optimed, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was some kind of yeah, yeah. We had I think, like, I think so. It was Optimed and, and the Amiga, and, uh, and you had a Casio yeah. keyboard. Some yeah, of them were M1, M1 because I remember a nice nylon set of that one. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Uh, so, uh, some stuff like that. Yeah, it was have you got one that I put Ron Houghton on with sax on it and that? Oh, Must give me a copy of it. Yeah. Dead now. But that, but that, um, but that, um, what do you call it? That. Uh, 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 Man- Manson family comic uh, yeah. album that we made. I can't remember what it was called. That was earlier. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. Open letter to Charles Manson. That's yeah, it yeah, it's got some crazy <laughs> shit on it. Memorial <laughs> service is yeah. unique. It's yeah. got, I, I must remember. I just remember that I could hear Radiohead. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It had a it had a real paranoid Android sort of element well, that, to it. Well, that's that's the thing. You see, that's the thing. They, those those things they had no place in the time that they were recorded. You know, the, all the all the stuff that we did then that had no real had no real place in in the in the sort of musical uh, firmament at the time, and yet um, you know it it doesn't really it doesn't really um, uh, I mean even today actually re- re- listen, listening through some of those things just recently um, you know they still sound a bit odd a bit kind of at odds with the time yeah they don't sound dated. No, you can hear um, Eno and Devo and yeah, Talking Heads and Beefheart. It's funny how much you can hear the influences more than you realised. Yeah, yeah. I think the more time goes by as well, you hear the more you, the more influences you actually pick out. I think what struck me when when you sent me the the CD of it, what first struck me most was that uh, it was much more genuine and honest. 
Mm. And a lot, lots more real experiences. Gillian fades about Theresa going, mm. and mm. The, even the idea, because I remember us talking about a video where the little girl gets more translucent as he goes along mm. to represent yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Fab, you know, really. A memorial yeah. service, properly from the heart, description of real events, mm. real people, real things. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, like Will, doing it as well. you know? Yeah. What business did a drug addled working class twat like me have doing such an ex excellent and fine Shakespeare pastiche? <laughs> yeah. okay, it's all on the uh, it's all on the sort of um, backed up to uh, backed up to cassette for me sort of thing, you know. Mm. This stuff it really is. I never I never there was hardly any conscious process in any of it. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I know it sounds a bit cool. I don't mean to sound corny or conceited, but I'm totally fucking instinctive and intuitive. Way beyond my, you know, <laughs> capability. It's true. It's true. And it's, uh, it's nice, really, because all the, all, for me, all the, all the best creators have been that way. You know, and I do now see it as I'm still researching them, still researching the album. I'm so glad I haven't made it yet. Honestly, yeah, I really mean that, and uh, I'm still researching the novel, although it's probably lying around in notes now. Yeah. And you say about a comic, oh man, I've got yeah. 12 issues yeah. lying around, I just need yeah. to take yeah. some scissors yeah. to all the drawings. But that's, that's the thing, is that, uh, we, we've said this before, you know, we've Editing. so much time beating ourselves up about not producing. Yeah. But, but you know, we're, we're, so, we're so much more ready to produce something worthwhile now than we ever were. Yeah. You know, yeah. in, in so many, so so many ways. I mean, all the life experience. You know, the age. Absolutely. Kind of old is the new young. Yeah. Old is the new black. Old is the new good. Oh, I'm too confused now. He's <laughs> <laughs> a long hair ago. Young is the new good. <laughs> New young, um, that's the guy who did uh, Heart of Gold, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my little uh, certain little sort of not almost skits that I try to work with Rob. That he'd just fuck up because he always had a lot of drink when he played. And then about fourteen gigs with him more, and uh, I'll say to him, "Old is the new, uh, yeah, old is the new black." And he'd go, w "What's the new young?" <laughs> and he was meant to go, "What's the new black?" And I'd go young, and he and he'd go, "What's you're the new young?" young? And you'd go black, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go dead. <laughs> but we never got the routine out once because I'd go, "Old is the new black," and he'd go, "What's the new young?" <laughs> totally fucking throw me and everyone else off. <laughs> everyone just turns around and looks at him. But the best thing I yeah, oh, he did a great one. I just remembered. I don't know if I told you this. We were playing in the Greenacres Tavern in. Uh, Bennett's end at the open mic night. The police came in and started checking people's ID because his son Stephen and cohorts are all sort of like 17. And they sit in there with bottles of coke. You know? Then the cops come in and started checking people's, uh, I have to say, their ID and so on, trying to get underage drinkers. And as they were leaving, Rob went, Haven't you got a black guy to hassle? <laughs> 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 Through the microphone, you know. <laughs> he, you could see him biting his lips badly the whole time they were in there, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I was hoping he's e-kiling them. <laughs> yeah. And just as they were going to the door to leave, he put on the mic again and went, 
haven't you got a black man? You say, asshole. Yeah. Are you sure you've got time for this? <laughs> <laughs> Through the mic. And shocked his own sons and their peers, you know, because yeah. it just don't happen anymore, that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. For Rob, it's you know it's a standard. I've got to, I've got to have a Joe Strummer moment here. It's it's in the contract, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah there are times when you just have to say, look, look, it's in my fucking contract. I can't not do this. That's right. Yeah, it's in my life contract. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got this. several. Well, the thing is, if I don't, Brent will. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah exactly. I, I'm I'm first in the pecking order of a mouthy singer who must pass comment. Yeah. Right. If, I, if I don't do it, he, he will, and if I do it, they'll ignore it. <laughs> I do, like I say, I was, uh, I was pretending to be yawning, but really I was Zeke in the policeman. Yeah. <laughs> you picture that? Oh, Zeke. Yeah, I can, I can all, too, all too readily picture that. <laughs> Did you see that nut when he's waving his arms about it? Probably said yeah, when I got in the car. Is, it, is there a plane parking in this pub? <laughs> yeah, more likely going to the car when you see Brent Jackson was in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was Zeke Harlan this morning. Yeah. Pretending it was a yawn. Was it, yeah, was it, was it me or was he Zeke Harlan this again? Yeah, yeah and, then they went, and then as we were leaving, Rob Stride went, and you got a black guy at Hassel, and that reminds us, that reminds me, getting me up to Groville West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that reminds me we're late. <laughs> we're late for the black man, Hassel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember a, a superb version of that was um, way back in the old days. We played at the Red Lion and we got busted. Mm. The first set, after the first set, they all came in. The infamous uh, case of Mac hadn't sorted anyone out yet. And the police came in their pants and went, it's too early. After they'd left, he was giving everybody their blow. <laughs> but also, as they were leaving, an old hippie got up and played the Z-Cars theme on the bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that actually happened. It was so um, fantastic. Wonderful. <laughs> it was the person who did it, too, because it looked like that was the only thing he could play, you know. <laughs> <laughs> At the same occasion, uh, Martin ran quickly into a trap and went, started flushing it and going, I'm flushing my trucks. <laughs> <laughs> You may have been there. If not, you certainly heard about it within days, I would say. Yeah, yeah, totally. That red red lion uh, out there towards Watford. Mm. Can't remember it, sir. I know it was a good gig. You know. I went to so many gigs in that in that little zone. Oh, me too. So many, so many gigs, so many different places, so many cars getting into a car and driving somewhere, mm. uh, or being driven somewhere and being in the back, you know, sort mm. of in the dark and you know, sort of com- you know, making people laugh, telling jokes and and listening to what people are saying. Yeah. And turn it, fetching up someplace and thinking, we've been driving quite a long time, where the fuck are we? You know, and going to something and then thinking, oh, it's a gig. Oh, they told me about this earlier. There's a gig and there's like sticky stuff and there's, but don't panic. And the, and the, the loonies will be along later and they're not, they're not playing, but they're in the audience. And, you know, yeah. wh- where the fuck are we? You know, is this Burko? Yeah. Is it? You know, I know, I've been in pubs and thinking, oh, that covers this place. Yeah. I've yeah. done it in London and, too, and I've done it in, you know, Hertfordshire and Buckinghamshire. Yeah, yeah. And then you realise that you're actually supposed to be playing. <laughs> <laughs> For ages, I couldn't sit in a pub unless if, if there wasn't going to be any singing or or any yeah. sort of musical. I just couldn't be in one. 
it's almost impossible for me. It felt yeah, bad, you know. Because you're in there so often. Yeah, when you know, it was like my body was it going. It felt wrong. It just felt wrong for you. My body was waiting for an adrenaline shot. It knew it wasn't. It knew it wasn't yeah. coming. Yeah, you there know. you go. Pain, pain, pleasure. Pain, yeah, pleasure. Again. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? But I, I don't know. Um, I don't know really how people get addicted to that because it's pretty quickly see through as a sort of mm. cry for help, stroke. Everybody mm. look at me. Yeah. Sort of attention thing, you know. Poor me. Yeah, it's amazing to think that sort of beautiful works of art were made because the guy wanted his attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beautiful works of art. Listen to that Morrison album, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm being the clever, funny little one again. Bitchy yourself. Mummy, mummy, look, look, pay attention to me, look, look. Here comes Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> again. Yeah, the trouble is that get, getting uh, a parent's attention through art is re- is always a bit hit and miss, isn't it? Yeah. And their attention through, um, you know, violence and being picked up by the cops. Yeah. So, uh, you know, really, really e- quick and easy. But, yeah. you know, getting their attention through poetry, you really have to shout it at them. I think these days you've got to, you know, sort of uh, hip-hop, it's got to be both, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, you've got to be taken away from the cops and come over to him on bad in Ryan, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hang on, Mum, just let me get the drum loop going. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's both these days, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dear. You know, they're just, they're just making more rappers in those prisons. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rapper factory. I heard, uh, funnily enough, I tried to listen to Westwood, and the first hour was a one extra takeover on Friday, all English rappers. Yeah. And they played some really good ones. Really funny and warmer than you than the American stuff, I think. Most mm. of that sort of sleek, yeah. blingy sort yeah. of perfections and more housing estate. Well, there yeah. you go. Housing estate of mind was uh, yeah. Skinny yeah. Man's album, wasn't it? Yeah. Excellent, Skinny I Man. Do, I do, I do find that. I do actually, I do actually agree because uh, I've, I've listened to, I listened to bits and bobs of uh, of my um, extra and stuff. And, uh, yeah. And I, I have to, I have to say, you know, I do like that slightly grittier. Yeah, I like any injury element to it. It's, it's just a, yeah, exactly. I like goldy-looking like chain, you know, for all that they're a joke. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played one last but night by them on that one extra, kind of real, among all the more serious urban gritty stuff. Yeah. And really, it was the same thing, but with a, a sort of more generous spirit. Mm. You know, a fat, a fatter generosity of spirit to it. Yeah. So they were saying something. Uh, they, were, they were talking about smoking GMT weed. Mm. I've grown tits. Smoked too much weed, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> it was an actual quite a powerful message. You're talking about mates of theirs yeah. that just went yeah. down because they all they do is blend their trackies and yeah. mong out to Eminem and all this. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, and obviously I'm not the only one who notices because they've done really well. But it was quite genuinely touching and far more sort of John Cooper Clarkish. Yeah, a nice line yeah, between yeah, Eminem yeah. and John Cooper Clark. Yeah, I know. You see, that's, I kind of miss that John Cooper Clark because that was really... I got was really summing Rob out. to uh, download Beasley Street, yeah, by John Cooper mm-hmm. Clark and the Invisible Girls when I was up there last. Yeah. And he listened to it and fucking laughed and cried and went, man, where, where's he been all my life, something. Never heard him before. I know. Never I heard know. John so, Cooper Clark. So you know. And as soon as he heard that line, Keith Joseph smiled and a baby dies in a box on Beasley Street. Yeah. He went, why is that back again? And I start listening to it again from the beginning. Yeah. And it's really stood up. Yeah, I know. I, know. I tell you what else he's playing when he's getting a slight windbaggery. Yeah. <laughs> slight, listen to me. Um, he played me an Alex Harvey live bootleg 
and he opened with Schools Out by Alice Cooper. <laughs> and it was terrific, but it had a long, weird intro tape to it too, with all these sort of weird battle guitars. And now that we found freedom. <laughs> Alex oh, Harvey had a really nice. scary voice. Yeah, that's all. Hey, kids. <laughs> Scariness to him. You know, that Brechtian... Yeah, court jester element to it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that, his version of School's that. Out is superb, especially as it's a live yeah, recording. He was, he was, he was extraordinary. Yeah, he had the biggest amazing. collection of blues records in Europe. Yeah, yeah. He, he sung Soul, Soul, Solomon Burns, Otis Redding type Soul, and he could do that. But the voice he did for the Alex Harvey band was a kind of, um, you know, do a Lennon or do a Plant or a Bowie and invent your own voice type. A conscious move by him to invent yeah. a, a persona sort of thing. I think Alex Harvey, like Alice Cooper, is a, is a pseudonym, actually. Mm. I'm pretty sure his real name was, like, Jim McKellen or something. Mm. I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure about that. But anyway, his version of School's Out, you can download online. I tell you, I can't recommend that highly enough. Mm. And then I was listening to it, and I remember, hang on, I saw Harvey, the sensational Alex Harvey band live, and I think it was at the pavilion, too. Mm. Yeah, it might well have been. I sure didn't know with School's Out, you know. I remembered yeah, that, because it's like one of my all-time favourite... Mm. Tunes, being, being as it was one of the first sort of naughty rock songs that our generation yeah. were exposed to in a way, wasn't it? I like, I, I like, I, I did like that a lot. Mm, everyone um, did. You know, yeah, we've got no class, we've got no principles. We read American comics, we got it first time round, Phil, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, double meaning, what? <laughs> Sensational Alex Harvey band. Fucking I know, there's a memory. I, I seem to remember my Uncle Dave, who's only five years older than me, um, was a huge um, Sensational Alex Harvey band yeah. fan. And he lent me all his albums, and I listened to the crap out of them. Mm, they're brilliant. Know, this was like 19... I, was, I didn't really, at the time, weren't that keen on Gangbang. But for every Gangbang, there was a Next. There was a, there was a, a lot of... Uh, yeah, exactly. Next was fabulous. There was a lot of... The next was Do you remember it on the Whistlers with the old clown guy? Minted up now in the background. Yeah, yeah. But being more sinister. Yeah. They were, they had a sort of macabre, yeah. uh, you know, a less, a less sort of Hollywood Alice Cooper element to them almost. I wasn't, I wasn't wildly keen about all the Bambo stuff though. No. I must say. That was, that was just like, um... But the intro tape to School's Out, anyway, not, from this like, gig was not, fabulous. I'm not big on stories, you know. I'm not big on stories in songs. Oh, yeah. I think I think if you're going to tell a story, it's got to be kind of it's got to be kind of obscure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. I'm going to say I like stories, song, but I do like them to be uh, within the poetry. oblique. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the, but that's the thing. It's it's like you know telling phrases and and things like that. But I don't like out and out stories. You know, where yeah. he did this, he went there, he done that, he said this to her, she said that to him. I really I really absolutely fucking hate that because it's just. It's just like, and it also breeds the kind of videos that actually just replay the story in the song. Mm. You know, and I don't. That. This has been Swashbuckler Epiphany with Clark and Bruce. Thank you for listening. See you next time. If you have any comments about the show, call the following numbers. In the US, call 20698426643, or in the UK, call 07005802483.